Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Jesus reminds us to watch for the signs of his return. Today, we will explore further what we are seeing in our times that line up with what signs he said would indicate the potential of the end and his return. We will also discuss the practical meaning of this as we watch and as a remnant, prepare as he so leads. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, uh, Kathy. Uh, here we are. Good morning. Uh, end Times Friday. Uh, it's the end of June. Um, the last time we actually taped was uh, the end of May. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's been a great month, though. <laughs> uh, uh, we had, uh, uh, as you listen to the podcast here coming up in uh, July, uh, we'll share uh, our experiences at the retreat we were both at in Tuscany and uh, some cool stuff in Monaco for the F1 race and Iceland yeah, there's ministry. There's been a lot of, lot of good stuff going on, yeah. right? God yeah. is a, on the move all over the globe. Yes. That yeah. is so true. That was, uh, it was very exciting. Um, and it's interesting. Um, we did this uh, launch in uh, Iceland. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did a typical abiding retreat. Uh, these are pastors Right. Uh, and their wives, uh, and actually a woman pastor and her husband. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and that was pretty cool, uh, by the way, because he, he uh, uh, talked through the process of feeling inferior uh, mm. because she seemed to be you know, more spiritually mature than him, and he had accepted that identity. Oh, wow. And God said, you're not inferior. Yeah. Uh, don't accept that identity. I want you to step into who you are. Yeah. There's uh, a whole podcast that could be done just on that right there. Do you know how many conversations I have with spouses, uh, you know, wives and husbands that one of them feels the other is the yep. spiritually superior? And yeah. Anyway, yep. go ahead. I yep. want to hear the rest of the yeah. story. Yeah. And, ma- and make sure. Podcast uh, on that. Yeah. Make sure that you uh, remind us to do that. We need yeah. to. We need to spend a little bit of time on uh, identity. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Which, I agree. Which should be good. Uh, but. Uh, so we did a typical abiding retreat, um, and these guys, you know, live in Iceland. Uh, they operate in Iceland. Um, it's a completely different culture mm-hmm. uh, than America because um, they only have four hundred thousand people in the whole island, and that's the, and the, and that's their nation. Their nation is four hundred thousand right. people, um, and because they really. Um, they don't let in any foreigners other than uh, workers who process and qualify to actually come to work. They can't they can't kind of come and so there's it, no real immigration. There's per no se. there's no immigration and okay. there's no uh, there's no um, element of people that just go to you know, occupy something or to get the government to pay things for them. Um, Mm -hmm. Anybody that comes in has to work if if they're going to be accepted, you know. And so as a result of that, they basically have, uh, you know, very little crime. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, And they're very, very friendly people, uh, very helpful people. 
uh, and uh, you know when we talk in abiding, uh, we talk about pruning. Mm-hmm. You know, in America, when we talk about pruning, it's got to you got to cut back. You know what you're doing, right? Um, in Iceland, the people have pretty well sorted that out. Um, Hmm. is they spend a lot of time with their marriages, a lot of time with their families. Um, they don't spend t- overtime working. Uh, okay. They take lots of vacation, you know, and they don't work weekends, you know, if they, if, unless mm-hmm. they're, you know, in a, in a service industry. And um, so, you know, there's, there's obviously uh, their big thing about pruning was um, doing the things that God wanted them to do versus what they thought they should do. Because uh, they, oh, they did, good. they did have a little that's bit. Of, really they did good. have a little bit of a bent to working for God mm-hmm. and not enjoying the life of God. Um, so we, you know, we talked about about pruning with that. But right. uh, so their worldview isn't really, um, you know. And we went through the, you know, self centered and the, you know, the world is under the control of the enemy, and you know, they understand all that. Um, and they don't deny that, you know, they said, yeah, people are self-centered. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they don't, they don't, they don't view the world as uh, dramatically different today like America does, Christians I'm talking about, with the change in the culture, with, uh, you know, transgenderism and all these uh, persecution and things against Christians and trying to stifle Christianity. They don't really have that over there. Um, hmm. What is the Christian population like there? Uh, is, very, or is there very small? Okay, uh, very small. Their uh, state religion is Lutheran. Okay, um, and uh, it's kind of funny they go through a whole description of, um, you know, they they had Catholics that were basically, you know, uh, the 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 denomination that was in charge over there. Luther mm-hmm. comes along with the Reformation. And they, they they just got together and say, let's vote which way we're going to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so they got together and said, yeah, we're going to go. We're going to go uh, Protestant. <laughs> so they went Protestant. <laughs> okay. Um, and they've been been that way ever since, you know. And they've had they've had uh, they've had spiritual things happen uh, that came, and they didn't, you know, they really never. Uh, grew in terms of a big, big, big Christian population there. Mm-hmm. They're not, I would say they're not anti-Christian. Okay. They're just um, more agnostic. Is that okay. life Life is pretty good. Uh, we do fine. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and there's not, a, in their mind, there's not a need for, you know, considering God. Uh, mm-hmm. So their state religion is, is Lutheran. So there's a fairly decent percentage of people that would go to the Lutheran church, but it's really more of a social activity. You know, it's just okay. um, it's you know, not really about the relationship. No, and, and they don't they don't really go study the word together, and they don't really talk about Jesus Christ, and you know, and they're, they're they'd say they're Christian, but they but they don't really focus on that. Right. And then there's a small group of people that came to this retreat that are. Uh, uh, ones that that are spiritual and want to grow in Christ, mm-hmm. but they're very very small uh, in, okay. the, in the country, uh, and they have small churches, uh, and mm-hmm. they're primarily, by the way, house churches or small group churches. And uh, the Lutheran Church, uh, you actually can go to school to get through their system, and basically, as think of it as a 
kind of religious business school how to mm-hmm. run a church operationally. Oh, interesting. And you get paid. You know, the state will pay you. But mm-hmm. all of the other churches, independent churches, uh, the congregations don't pay their pastors. Uh, hmm. So everybody is a tent maker. So they have a job and they they do, you know, ministry. Right. Uh, so it's pretty pretty small. But um, as awesome. we were going through the abiding, um, a couple of them uh, got led to the remnant. Mm-hmm. And, oh, interesting, right? And and they were and they were talking a little bit about it, of just you know from from afar. It seems like, you know, the world and this one world government, they could see that kind of happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I wonder where that's going to go to, and then when it when it, when the remnant came up, biblically, right? They were like. What what is that you know and, and how do we how do we approach that you know so we have we we we, we introduced it to them and, and we're going to spend more time with them on uh, introducing it but um, everywhere we go uh, and we, and I had the same discussion in Tuscany uh, is people are starting to at least have a sense mm-hmm. that things are changing right. Right. Um, and it's changing spiritually. I, you know, I don't think uh, none of us, by the way, can say it's it's for sure the end. We just kind of use that as a uh, backdrop. But it's it's uh, understanding, you know, that things are changing. And so right. as we uh, spend more time here, we're going to try to pursue what the really meaning of it is. And that as I've I've spent time, I had a lot of time on the trip to process this a little bit. And my question was really simple. Um you know, Father, uh, you've had, you know, Kathy and I, um, and, uh, you know, the study of Revelation and others, you know, you've had us continually at least keep this in front of people, uh, right. what we call the End Times Friday. Um, you know, what what do you want me to understand about that? Mm-hmm. And, and where do we go with this? Um, and the insight I got was, because my question is, going back to Jesus's original statement that John in Revelation mm-hmm. is pay attention. Right. Uh, I'm going to show you some things, write them down. Mm-hmm. And I want every believer throughout history to really get into what you've written and understand it and process it. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't neglect it. Uh, so I basically said, uh, what's the reason, you know, given that we know for sure it's 2,000 years. Right. And every generation are, is supposed to study this, but it wasn't their time. Mm-hmm. You know, what's what's really, what's what are we supposed to understand about? In other words, why are we supposed to pay attention? Yeah. Um, so uh, so what, what he said to me in process, this was kind of cool. He said... Um, I want my children to pay attention to um, broader long-term changes in their uh, culture, in their environment, in their lifetime, that I need to show them some things that are true if they lift their eyes a little bit mm-hmm. from just how, do, how does life affect me only? Right. And how does life today affect me only? 
he said, I need to show some things that are true and have been true mm-hmm. uh, for every generation and that they would start to understand how does that then affect how I view life, my, uh, my understanding of how to live out the covenant within that life and to see that, that you have a way through it no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't get discouraged by the changes, you know, in life, you know, so that, um, you know, if you, <laughs> you know, and again, my mind, you know, tends to go to funny places, you know, so I'm thinking, okay, um, let's say I was uh, royalty in France, <laughs> in the, you know, in the 1700s, mm-hmm. which I thought, hey, life's pretty good, you know. And then, and then uh, if I was paying attention, God might be saying to them, uh, you got a lot of unrest in this country and things mm-hmm. are really going to change for you and don't think it's going to stay the same. Let me show you some things that are going to happen because, of course, the, uh, you know, the, uh, the whole overthrow of the government, you know, happened mm-hmm. uh, with the independence, you know, of France and the basically the, the overthrow of the royalty uh, with with the common people and, and the new system that they developed. And so it's kind of like a reminder is that there really isn't a period in time mm-hmm. where things aren't changing. Right. And things are happening, and you need to be aware of what's happening so that we have understanding and wisdom how to continue to live the life with God and of God and then reflect that life to others around us in a way that helps them see truth as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was pay attention. Lots of things were happening. And then two, uh, he said that um, I do want, I did want every generation, including ours, I do want you to be a little bit, uh, what, what he said to me, on edge. Mm-hmm. And that is that the end is certain and it's going to come. Mm. Uh, every day gets closer. Right. Uh, sometimes, some generation, some group of people are actually going to go through it. Right. Um, and uh, he didn't say it's not going to be ours, but he also didn't say don't think it's not yours. Right. Uh, it could be. Um, and if you watch the signs, you know, things are, are kind of being put in place. So we're... Uh, what we're going to try to do, I think, for a while here is to keep talking about it, but to uh, basically take the implication of it mm-hmm. and say, um, what would you want us to understand mm-hmm. about the change that's really important to us as we receive wisdom and preparation and how to live life, even if it isn't officially the end, in light of the change that's coming up? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so I want to talk about one thing, and then we'll we'll list some of those things that we're going to talk about. But um, while I was away, um, and I don't know if you've seen this, but now every single day there's new uh, uh, news information, articles about AI, artificial intelligence. Yes. Yeah. Um, like it came in almost like a tsunami. Yeah. All the, you know, you're hearing trickles of this is possible for years and years and years. And once it clicked, 
now it's just in the news constantly. Yeah. Everybody's rolling forward. People are downloading apps. It's changing lots of things very quickly. Yeah, uh, and the reason is, is that, and I've followed this for quite a while, um, and I've seen it coming, and, uh, but the technology got there mm-hmm. uh, to be able now to uh, accelerate the application uh, and just think of artificial intelligence as uh, super computer capability mm-hmm. that can just do things uh, incredibly fast and can absorb information from all kinds of sources and then translate that into something you know meaningful um, and it does it all by itself so um, you know if if you and I let's say we're going to uh, uh, let's put up an app uh, at the moment. Let's say you and I were going to put up an app, a devotion app, mm-hmm. uh, so that people could look, you know, and look at what how we looked at scripture and said, you know, pay attention to this. And we can do that. Right. And, and matter of fact, uh, we have that as one of our objectives over time uh, to do that. Well, uh, you and I would have to write it out, mm-hmm. uh, get that translated put that from a handwritten or computer written into a software program uh, that then um, uh, takes what we do and how we conclude it and formats it uh, and present it Um, Mm -hmm. and that would be typically how computing you know is done well AI basically sets up um, the ability and think of it and that's why it's called artificial intelligence is it functions in essence like a human, but at superhuman speed and capability. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it learns all by itself. So that, and this is what happened while I was away, uh, two things. In Germany, mm-hmm. they, they, they brought people in to a church and said, everybody come to the service on Sunday it's going to be taught by artificial intelligence. Oh, you're kidding. Um, and 500 people show up, fill the, fill the place out. They come to the service. Um, a uh, person shows up on the screen, completely artificial intelligence, not a real person. So this is like a projected image projected, of something. Projected yeah. image, and, it's, and it looks like a real person. Right. Uh, actually, they had it. Uh, they set it up as a uh, African American pastor, mm-hmm. and talked kind of like an African American pastor with a little bit of you know uh, of that little uh, accent. Little too. accent. Yeah. Um, and he did the whole service, um, and so what they did is they, uh, and remember, it's not a real person. Right. But it, but you can't tell the difference. I mean, it's not like a cartoon. It's not. Oh, I'm so disturbed by that. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not like a. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, one of those computerized. Even when you see a movie, and it's computer generated, you can tell it's a computer generated. Yeah, thing. but the technology has come so far, you couldn't necessarily. You couldn't. You couldn't tell, yeah. and the language was as as if it's a real wow. person talking. Um, and what they did in this case, they did tell the people it was not, so they knew that. Yeah, they knew they, they knew that. But, uh, okay. And so then they fed their system mm-hmm. verses. Okay. 
So they, they put some verses, and they put it into the, into the AI system. The system read the verses, interpreted the verses, developed a 35-minute sermon, and delivered the sermon of how a pastor would interpret those verses for that audience and uh, at the moment you know and I and I, I read a lot about this um, the people in the in the audience first of all they were overwhelmed by it like man this is remarkable um, and then two they would say probably there you know this is their uh, response that's the best sermon I've ever heard in my life uh, wow and it was seems like biblically based um, and it you know it gave us encouragement and you know et cetera et cetera um, and no person read the verses no person interpreted those verses no person then said here's what I want that person to look like and say they just gave that system the verses and said Put your sermon together, mm-hmm. and the system itself put the sermon together, and then wow. and then projected it. Okay, so that was interesting. Um, secondly, uh, and this is an app. <laughs> this is an app that's that's available and it's going to become very very popular. Uh, but it's uh, called AI Jesus, mm-hmm. and you could ask it any question you want, and it'll tell you. Uh, a, a a Christian biblical you know answer as best as that system you know can put together, and you ask it any question and it'll tell you the answer, including I got an issue I got this what should I do? Wow! And it'll tell you what to do. We're just like bypassing the Holy Spirit altogether yeah. in all of this. Yeah. So the the implication of that is that, and this is just the beginning of it. Um, uh, and by the way, you know, there's other things behind that, and people are already talking about this, which is their big concern, is that they already know that while it, it can appear pure to start, mm-hmm. um, they can build in sinister things to start uh, having the uh, system actually uh, produce falsehood and and then manipulation and actually come to harm the, right. very, the very people that even created it uh, physically and emotionally, you know. And so mm-hmm. they see that element of it because, remember, underneath it all, it still is driven by values. Right. Um, and what they, you know, what they directed to, to go. And you can kind of move it however you want it to move. So if you ask it, kind of give it a sinister bent. Mm-hmm. It'll take that bent um, and move that direction, you know. And so, because sinister people, the world is still full of self-centered, sinister people. You you know that's where it's going to go, right? Um, so here's the, here's the problem: is that <laughs> um, it's taking out the relationship mm-hmm. of God, right? Uh, because uh, people will think, well. It, they seem to know more than my pastor. They seem to know more than anybody I know. They certainly know more than me. Mm-hmm. And it seems better 
so I'm just going to get used to asking, you know, Jesus, uh, you know, uh, uh, ask Jesus, uh, or uh, go to a message that somebody's done is better than my pastor because they can they could be more comprehensive and they can be more accurate. And uh, but it's taking out the relationship. And remember, we know something, which is what we teach, that um, Jesus says, in order to have spiritual life, we must abide. Mm-hmm. He says, I'm the vine, you are the vine dresser. Uh, Father's the vine dresser, you the branches. He who abides in me bears much fruit. Mm-hmm. And it only comes through abiding in the relationship. Right. Right. It, it, do, it can't come anyplace. As a matter of fact, he says, apart from me, you can do nothing. Well, to me, the scary part of AI, uh, in addition to just where I think it could go and with just a pure sinister view, is that it replaces mm-hmm. somebody's desire to have intimate relationship with God through the Holy Spirit. Right. Uh, I well, don't, and it really I don't need puts it. knowledge as the idol. Yes. You know, knowledge is the idol, and it removes the power and the gift of the Holy Spirit from leading and guiding and talking to you personally. And even, like, I think about, I, I actually heard something on AI just the other day, um, some pastors I was talking to said there's this app now and, and they're you know, afraid to use it. And I'm glad. Um, but an app that will take their sermon and clean it up. Yeah. And they're like, you know, I, I don't want to give access to something to take away the things that the Holy Spirit has given me to speak, you know. And But it's an interesting thing because I imagine there's going to be a lot of people, oh, that's a great tool. Yeah. Let's go. But But the removal of the Holy Spirit in there is huge to me and again i think it i think you know whole another long story but you know when you look at the internet and just changes that have come in the pace they've come since the internet and whatever you are watching knowledge um just come in and access to quick knowledge and all of that knowledge becoming an idol itself yeah rather than the the journey of walking with God and allowing him to process and all of this. So yeah. it's just interesting to watch the transition, right? Yeah. And so, this is one more step yeah. to that. And it'll take us, you know, in terms of what we uh, help what people understand is that uh, in order to enjoy the covenant life, we have to be in the kingdom, mm-hmm. which means we surrender our will to the king, walk with him because it's a path, not a destination, Right. And it's step by step by step of him guiding us into what he wants to do and then instruction for us to follow him in that intimate relationship, which is, by the way, the reason he created us in the first place. Right. Which is the joy, by the way. Yeah. And you take out that intimacy and you are just a bunch of head knowledge yeah. and wisdom. You know, there's the joy is in the intimacy. So if him. we skip seeking his will. And not ha- and not have any abiding relationship. We're going to be living outside the kingdom in the in the natural flesh in the world, thinking we're doing the right things because we have something that's telling us this is truth. Follow right. follow this, and we we can get it instantaneously. Head knowledge. And yeah. generally speaking, by the way, now this is this is uh, in the flesh and in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is going to be better than us individually doing it in the world because we're lousy at it anyway. Mm-hmm. But that means we're, we've rejected the relationship and the time of just the joy of walking 
with him step by step by step and in going through if you abide in my words you'll know the truth and the truth will set you free and to pursue truth means we have to walk with him and he gives it to us step by step by step mm-hmm. our pursuit of truth outside of that would just be instantaneously just give me the truth give me the answer yeah. okay i'll do that and and they get used to it so it's gets scary so mm, very um, interesting. Uh, as we're going to spend uh, time here in the next uh, weeks um we're going to get into this aspect of uh, what are the trends, the things that we need to pay attention to um, uh, that may be headed toward the end, but for sure are, are there. Uh, and then uh, wisdom is help us understand the truth of that, Father. And he says this in James, and we'll come back to this later. If you lack wisdom, mm-hmm. and by definition, because of these things that are happening, we lack wisdom because it's happening so fast and the right. implication of it is so big that we mm-hmm. can't even fathom what it all means. Uh, so right, we lack right. wisdom. He says, ask God. Uh, he will give it to us generously. The word there is with great clarity. Um, and uh, the only thing we have to do is believe he'll get it to us. So we're going to spend some time looking at, Father, we need wisdom about mm-hmm. some important things that we do see that may have implication toward uh, the end being being now, but for sure is real. And so these things are uh, AI and artificial mm-hmm. intelligence, uh, economics, mm-hmm. and both uh, uh, country economics and then worldwide economics, and right. the debt load and things that are happening with the currency, uh, digital uh, things, central banking. We're gonna get into all that. Um, uh, we're going to look into uh, 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 the one world government and the movement of that in place and what implication that has for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to get into persecution mm-hmm. of Christians and the movement away from the ability to express biblical truth and Christian truth and moving us into a corner of, of hate speech um, and acceptance. Um, and when I traveled the world, I was really a little bit surprised by how the culture has been really accepted. Non-Christian culture has really been accepted worldwide. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, what things are promoted on TV and, and interesting things that are there, and we'll talk about that. And then, um, uh, you know, we'll talk about preparation of what should we look like if the economy changes and we have uh, dislocation of jobs and, and financial mm-hmm. things, you know, what do we do with that? So we'll, we're going to get into those things. And then we'll also, as part of that, we'll talk about the rapture. Uh, we know that we've had a lot of people interested in that. Uh, we'll bring that in in terms of wisdom about mm-hmm. what are we to understand about that and how, what's our view of that so that we don't get stilted into missing what right. God what God would show us about that and it's, and it's a big question it's a big issue so mm-hmm. uh, we'll talk about the, all these things coming up and work through them um, as we talk about the end times and just keep track of <laughs> every single day it's all this surprising stuff mm-hmm. that is happening and we'll try to bring uh, bring that out and then get, bring some interpretation to that so right. that'll, that'll be fun yeah, and then as always, as we bring these things up, I mean, the entire point of our podcast is really 
bringing people to his feet and teaching them to abide and hear from him. Yeah. And so even as you know, you can hear this list and think, boy, there's a lot and there's absolutely a lot. But the key thing here is to be learning to abide with him and to listen to him, to hear his voice, trust that he will lead, that he is good and that he is for us. And as we listen and walk with him daily in intimacy, that's really our goal. Even as we highlight all these things, it's yes, the Bible says pay attention, but most importantly, we want to help you learn as listeners, help you learn to walk with him daily so that you are alerted when you need to be alerted and you're simply living out the abundant life that he has for you to live out. Not walking in fear, it's not more bunkers, more this, more that. It's God, what do you have to say? And how do we navigate the life and the season that we are called to live in, in this generation? What do you want us to do as your visible expression of the invisible God on this earth? Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> Couldn't say that better. Heavenly Father, we're thankful uh, for the understanding that you want us to seek wisdom. Uh, you want us to uh, walk with you. Uh, you have uh, things to show us. Uh, there are things we need, need to pay attention to. And may we just bring some insight to that with the thought that all of us are called to understand what you have in mind and how you want us to walk with you. I pray uh, with this new change right now happening in the re- religiosity of this, mm-hmm. that we all have a heart to resist that mm-hmm. and to move into the joy of walking with you and never losing sight of that privilege mm-hmm. or forsaking that because it's easier. Um, and I just pray that we actually go the other direction and have more and more and more people who have a heart to follow you and to learn what it means to abide. And we thank you in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us, everyone. We look forward to seeing you next time. Yep. We'll see you then. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments. And tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.